0: Don't forget, business consultations, the first and third Tuesday of the month at the Bozeman Public Library. Micro. Magos. Joni Evans and Stephen Blair are a couple of entrepreneurs with private practices. No, I mean, they're literally a couple. They're married. Between the two of them, they're doing a great job of caring for bodies and minds in Bozeman. At Breathe Mind Body Therapy, Joni works to promote mental health while encouraging authenticity. Steve uses chiropractic science to improve patients' physical well being at evolution of balance. And they both incorporate the act and philosophy of yoga into their patient Um, care. Joni also makes use of of the work of Dr. Brené Brown. And and who's Brené Brown?
1: Uh, Brené Brown is a best-selling author and PhD social worker who has done research into what um, keeps us from connection.
0: That's Joni, and this is Steve. My name's Stephen Blair. I'm a doctor of chiropractic
2: and a yoga instructor. Um, And so I do chiropractic care. And then I use yoga basically as physical therapy in my clinic.
0: And so this is an interview first for me. You guys are a married couple and both entrepreneurs of your own separate businesses. So how did you two meet in the first place? Oh, you tell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were actually um, across the street neighbors and um, Steve had noticed me. And he eventually came over and said hi. I laughed because he used to call me the hot neighborly to to the kids and say, you have to go over and borrow sugar from the hot neighborly.
2: Not just the kids.
1: So that's how we met. My friends, too. Oh, yeah,
0: I get to date the hot neighborly. and it obviously was successful so
1: (laughs) it helps when you live across the street from each other it it speeds dating up a little bit (laughs) I
0: imagine and so then between the two of you you're doing a really effective job caring both for people's bodies and minds so do you think it was this shared interest in wellness that helped to bring you together
2: well I I think our shared interest in wellness certainly doesn't hurt Um, it it enriches our daily lives, but I think, I think something that attracts us to each other is just both that we're inspired individuals, and we are inspired about what we do, and we share that, and we have, um, wonder, we've always had wonderful discussions that
0: pique interest, and we lift each other up.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Steve closely incorporates yoga into his chiropractic practice. And if that sounds surprising to you, it's because it's not a common combination. You
2: know, I know that there's one other chiropractor who is a yoga instructor in town. And I know there are several chiropractors out there who give stretches and exercises to their patients. Um, but I, I do not think it's a common practice. As a matter of fact, I think I might be the only healthcare provider that is using yoga therapy as physical therapy in their clinic and and is willing to um, apply that to health insurance for people Um, use yoga as exercise
0: therapy neuromuscular re-education Joni also utilizes yoga with her patients I asked her how she sees its value playing out in therapy
1: we often think of yoga as just asana or po- the postures. You know, in, in the Western world, we've kind of commercialized it and said, go to this class and get a workout. And really, yoga has eight limbs, and three of those limbs are all about meditation and mindfulness. And so I really see um, yoga as uh, another tool in my therapy box and then therapy, another tool in my yoga teacher box. I really combine the two. And. Um, and so I, I look at the practice of yoga, uh, especially what we know, the, the asana. And when we're doing the posture practice, it's not as much about um, getting super deep as recognizing what happens in the mind. You know, Do we compare ourselves to the yogi on the mat next to us? Do we compare ourselves to... Um, who we were last week and how we were in this pose. Do we get angry at the teacher that we're even holding this long or doing this pose? And then the practice is come back to the breath, come back to stillness, come back to peace with what is right now. And if that what is is a little bit of discomfort or distress, how do we stay in that? And really, that's no different than what I do in the therapy room. How do we stay in and navigate discomfort and distress? So those two go together really well. And I think. For me, yoga has always been a part of my health and wellness and my, my mental and physical well-being. So it was kind of an easy transition to say, let's bring it into the therapy room or let's bring mental health into the yoga. Talk about it more explicitly. Steve
0: was born in Germany because his father was in the army. He grew up in Richmond, Virginia, but he's lived in Montana since 1992. I, I was always in love with the Rocky Mountains as soon as I was introduced to him. And when I was... 20
2: years old, I applied to almost every ski area, National Park in the Rockies, and Yellowstone National Park was the first place that hired me. I moved out here, and I've been in this general area since.
0: Joni's life has taken her from Fort Wayne, Indiana, to Kalamazoo, Michigan for college, where she studied theater and dance. Then it was off to L.A., but she eventually settled in Bozeman 15 years ago. I moved to L.A. for a while, and you studied theater and dance while you were in college, so was it your dream to be a movie star?
1: Um, I think when I was really little, yes, I really wanted to be a movie star. As I um, grew in the profession, I really just wanted to make a theater or film that impact people. Throughout my life, I had been taken to the theater and watched movies, and I feel like they can change your perspective or they can... um, make you think deeper about things that maybe you wouldn't. And so that was something I really always wanted to do.
0: It isn't a complete surprise to Joni that she opened her own business.
1: Well, my parents own a business, and so I think I always thought it would be part of what I would do. There's been lots of iterations in my mind about, hey, could I could own this business or that business? Um, and when I went back to school for therapy, I knew that I wanted to have my own private practice. I really enjoy... Both the um, non-linear piece of sitting with a client and being in the emotional world, and then the very linear piece of doing the math and balancing the books and all that kind of stuff.
0: And what business did your parents own?
1: Uh, They had a TCBY franchise, and they had um, three different locations in my hometown.
0: TCBY stands for the country's best yogurt, a frozen yogurt franchise. Joni came to Bozeman from L.A. and received her master's degree from MSU, Then, after a stint in Portland with Steve, during which she fulfilled her licensure requirements, she got her first job in Bozeman as a therapist, working at Emily Dickinson Elementary. A year later, she launched her own practice. Steve's journey to opening a clinic was very different. He describes much of his life before that point as being response-driven and not intention-driven. You know, when I was young, in
2: my very early 20s, The construction trade was, for for somebody who didn't have an education, was one of the better ways to make an income, make a living. And um, through the process of being a carpenter, I guess I just kept getting nudged in the direction of um, woodwork and finished carpentry. And eventually, I just found myself owning my own business and and doing woodwork and finished carpentry for different people. Like I said, it wasn't something that was intention-driven. And... um, Significant back pain, partially as a result of the trade I was in and partially a result of ski injuries, um, led me to chiropractic and chiropractic was a miracle for my back at that point in time in my life. And um, I was pretty inspired to follow this career path, even though it took me 10 years to actually make the decision to do it, Uh, a severely downturned economy in 2008, 2009 kind of inspired me to go back to school and follow my dreams. I mean, I could I could be unemployed like almost everybody else in the construction trades, or I could take the moment to follow dreams, and, and that's kind of what I did.
0: Yeah, and you, you did spend some time working at someone else's clinic, so did. why, why didn't you just settle in there but decided to head out on your own? Well, I did.
2: I, I worked for um, that clinic for almost four years, and, and it was good. It was a great learning experience. Um, Having come out of chiropractic school um, it was it was a busy well thought of clinic but but on that note they were a, a busy clinic and they were seeing lots of patients each hour so for me to spend uh, thirty minutes or an hour doing a yoga therapy session when we have lots of patients walking in the door it just didn't fit their business model right and so um, you know I had a talk with the owner, the other doctor there, and um, we parted ways, very friendly, um, and it's just, you know, this is my path, and that's your path, and they're not exactly aligned, and and he wished me luck, and and
0: here I am, you know, following my own path. Running a business can be plenty stressful, but by putting their own practices to use in their daily lives, Joni and Steve avoid becoming overwhelmed.
1: For both of us, we wouldn't be doing what we do if we didn't believe it worked, right? And that means we're practitioners as well as teachers. Um, For me, that business stuff, a lot of it's really concrete, finite. You do a task and you get to check it off. And and so there's some reward in that. And that can be really actually therapeutic when I'm overwhelmed maybe with the content or what's going on for a client and maybe my thoughts keep going to a concern for them. Doing some finite tasks can actually kind of Okay, that gets me focused over here. I can be more mindful here. I can let that go a little bit. Um, But also having our own practices. I mean, I I meditate daily. Um, I exercise daily. Some of that's yoga. Some of that's other things. Um, I think that's really important. And having each other to lean on and, you know, say, gosh, I had a really hard day. Um, You know, we're kind of bound by HIPAA to not disclose whole bunch of information about clients, but we can share like, gosh, I I was just challenged by a client or their circumstances that were really hard for me to sit with. And I'm kind of sad tonight, you know, um, and be supportive of each other in that way.
2: Yeah. I would say that my own practice is the business part of my practice is, is challenging for me. I feel like I am an excellent doctor and yoga instructor and and that's what I was really taught about, and sometimes the business end I find really challenging. And so, um, you know, that's that's part of my growth area. I, I work on it. I try to get help in, in business and marketing, and and I have some resources for that. Um, and Joni's a great resource. She certainly has more of the business end experience. and um, She is one of my go-to resources. And then, like Joni said, you know, a personal practice really helps. Life balance really helps all of us, and, and certainly me. I, if I find myself not doing some of the things I love to do, I certainly feel like I'm in a slump. And so for me, I certainly try to have a, a daily yoga and meditation practice. It's not super long, but I, I try to make time for it. Um, I try to get physical activity and, and try to get outdoors, you know. I'm, we, we like to play outdoors, some would say play hard outdoors. We climb and ski and hike and backpack and, and really enjoy the area. And um, I feel like that's important for us. It, it helps us connect with, with who we are and, and certainly fills our bucket and helps make us feel like we're, we're ready to be present for the people we're serving.
0: Yeah, do you either have any particular advice for anyone else starting a business or who owns a business and is trying to better balance their life?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I, I would say be patient. <laughs> know that it's not all going to happen at once. Um, find some good resources, people that have gone through it before. And then, like Steve is saying, stay true to what fills your bucket. Stay true to... What gives you solace, peace, contentment, happiness? So make sure you're keeping that balance. If you pour way too much into the business, it might start to be successful, but you might not be happy. <laughs> um, so that would be my advice.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Finding finding a little bit of life balance, even though um, there are lots of burdens and a lot of energy going into a business. Um Doing the things that make you, you are super important.
0: And then the lines of work that you're in are really different than what other entrepreneurs might be in. You guys aren't making widgets to sell people, but you're actually really profoundly affecting their physical and mental health. So, does that have any implications that you see for how you run your business?
1: Yeah, I I think for me, I really think about, um, you know, to some degree, For both of us, the product is us, right? Um, And so that means my self-care is really important because I can only be a good therapist when I have the capacity. Um, So one, I prioritize that. But two, um, not just similar to maybe acting or dance, I have to realize that everybody can't like me and I'm not going to be the great fit for everybody. And so actually it's one of the things I say in my initial appointment with someone over 50% of why people get better in therapy is the therapeutic relationship and if they don't like me that's okay permission to go find somebody else everybody else can everybody can't like me they can't like my style maybe they maybe something about what i do or say annoys them that's okay find a therapist that works for you and fits for you and i think acceptance of that has been um, integral to my success and and to staying healthy in the practice
0: yeah, I think that's really interesting because, I mean, in so many other industries, if someone doesn't like your product, you either try to convince them they should like your product <laughs> through advertising or you alter the product some.
1: Yeah. But
0: that doesn't... I mean, that doesn't seem like a good thing to do at all in this industry. So. No,
1: and, and my tagline for my business is uncovering authenticity. Mm-hmm. So that really wouldn't be very authentic of me, right? And I think a lot of new therapists, myself included, when you come out of school are like, I'll just take whatever I can, you know, I'll take whatever client. And, and you know, that feeling that I really can't help this person or... Um, This is beyond my depth. You know, we have to know that and and be able to refer to the appropriate people. Both of us have to know that, you know. Um, There's often other medical care providers that someone needs to see, maybe a PT or a um, OT or a speech therapist for me. You know, like I might see clients that need those. And so how can I refer someone um, and know that that's not me? That's okay.
2: Well, I think Joni's touched on a lot of what, what I would mention, you know, I mean, we've talked about, you know, the the crossover in between mental health and, and physical health. Uh, a medical doctor named George Engel came up with this biopsychosocial healthcare model, which Joni um, commented on also. And, you know, in, in really exploring health, you know, with patients, I have an initial patient questionnaire, and, you know, I'm not I'm not harping on mental health and lifestyle stuff, but when stuff comes up, a patient's not sleeping well, or they have questions about their eating habits and how those things, you know, working with a patient with their lifestyle stuff, hearing whether they have stress or depression and anxiety, and maybe if it's a mild or a mindfulness thing, I can work on with them a little bit. Um, but but being able to refer people f- to the appropriate place when um, what they need is beyond my scope of practice, I think is is really important for making me a quality healthcare provider. Um, you know whether that's that that rib pain isn't rib pain, you need a referral to a cardiologist, or whether you know your your depression is causing chronic pain and. Let's
0: normalize this. You could really benefit from seeing a mental health counselor. As we neared the end of the interview, I asked if, in retrospect, they would have done anything in their careers differently.
1: Um I don't really think so. You know, I, I feel like I started gently with having my full-time job and then, you know, having some night clients. Um, and that was just a lovely way to start, especially professionally. Um, I think for, probably for both of us we could say this. Um, It's probably a good best practice when you're working with people's physical and mental health not to be at peak output right away, (laughs) but gradually um, build your profession because what we're doing is helping people and and we have to maintain our own personal balance in that. And so um, I, I like how it has unfolded.
2: Right. Well, I mean, there's this idea that, you know, I, let's try not to have regrets or say we would have done different things differently because you know we wouldn't be the same people we are right now if we had. However, I, I think that my base happiness level—I think I think I would have been um, a lot less stressed over the the year before starting my own practice if I'd have just gone ahead and taken the leap and done it sooner. I, I think I think that may have been one of the things that I would have done differently.
0: Well, thank you very much for sitting down with me today. And if anyone listening wants to find out more about you guys or pay you a visit, where can they go?
2: Well, you can find me um, at evolutionofbalance.com as my website. I practice at the Health Collective and I teach some public yoga classes. I teach some at the, the climbing gym at Spire. I teach... Uh, Tuesday evening class at the YMCA, um, I teach some yoga therapy classes that are um, a series, you have to sign up for the whole things, and those vary where they are, um, but but I think you can find any of my offerings on my website, and that's probably the easiest place to find me, evolutionofbalance.com.
1: You can find me at com, and so breathe is with an E, um, that's the most common mistake, <laughs> breath, mind, body, therapy, so breathe with an E, mind, body, therapy, and then I teach yoga Saturday mornings at Ecom. My office is on Stone Ridge Drive, um, just Kitty Corner from Clarks Fork Restaurant.
0: I would like to thank the city of Bozeman, particularly the Public Library and Office of Economic Development, for giving me the opportunity to create this podcast. Additional thanks to Montana Campus Compact and to Gallatin Valley Community Radio for broadcasting the show. Tune your radios to KGVM 95.9 and give them a listen. Original music was provided by the benevolent Jeffrey Lackman, a friend. Feel free to leave a comment. I'd love to hear how you think we can make this better. Subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. And if you're an entrepreneur in the city of Bozeman, or you know an entrepreneur in these parts, let me know. Maybe your story can be the next we tell. I can be contacted by email at vista at net. That's V I S T A at bozeman.net.